Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Rugby is a badass sport. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans, and welcome to episode 75 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast presented by Titan Rugby. Titan Rugby specializes in customized gear perfected by players for players, uh, quality uniforms, bold design, exceptional comfort. Get your customized rugby gear today. Visit TitanRugby.com. That's T-Y-T-A-N Rugby.com. Team discounts are available. My name is Colton Strickler. As always, I'm your host. Excited to jump into the show with you all today. We're going to jump on the show the same way we do every week. That's by going through the breakdown. Uh, pretty quiet week of news, to be quite honest. Not a whole lot going on in the you know American rugby landscape. But there's a, a couple things, and, and we'll go ahead and run through all of them. Um, and the first thing I want to talk about in the breakdown is that the Raptor tracker has been updated with a couple of new signings. These signings are, are on the tail end of, of the Dallas Jackals' decision to withdraw from the 2021 MLR season and instead push their inaugural season to 2022. So we're kind of seeing the fallout of where some of these Raptors that had initially signed to play in Dallas um, are on the, on the move and, and where they'll play their rugby in 2021. And the first guy on that list is Ryan James. Uh, signed with the the Giltinis after originally planning to sign with the Jackals in 2021. He was a guy that was uh, played for the Raptors last year, um, and he was a kind of a, a product of their academy system. Um, so he, he's kind of the first guy. He's going home to California to play for the Giltinis. So uh, as we say, every every guy that you know signed to play somewhere else, we wish him the best. Looking forward to watching him there in Los Angeles. Uh, we've got another Raptor, former Raptor on the move to California as well, and that's Carlo Denishin. Um, he was another guy originally signed to play in Dallas, but he has instead, you know, reached a deal with San Diego Legion. Uh, so, like we like we just said, best of luck to Carlo. Looking forward to watching him with the Legion. Um, he's going to be a guy. He's just such a good scrum half. He's gonna he's gonna get some minutes, and he's gonna be a solid contributor for the Legion. So it'll be fun to watch. Um, and then another guy that was originally supposed to play for Dallas, plans kind of changed, is Campbell Johnstone. And he has actually signed with, with the XO. So he's back in Glendale. Um, he's a guy that fits their mold, 6'4", 235, really fast. Um, so and, and, you know, we've talked about it. I'm sure people that listen to the show have seen the chatter online about all new crossover guys coming to play rugby. So it's a good to get another experienced rugby player in the mix. I'm looking forward to watching what Campbell can, can do with these guys and, and happy to, you know, see him around again. Um, guy, I'll for sure get on the show to get his perspective on the camp and just kind of, you know, this whole process. What was it like getting drafted to Dallas? How did it all go? Um, so those are the three Raptors that we have some uh, some eyes on now, some, some more news, see where they're going. Um, I've tried my best to keep the Raptor tracker up to date, make it make sense, keep it relevant. Um, but with so much changing every month, every couple weeks, I was looking at my revision history in WordPress the other day that things like 
two miles long. I've changed that so many times, just updating stuff, adding players here, adding players there. So I've tried my best to keep it up to date, um, keep it relevant and keep it making sense, but I'm sure it's a little bit jumbled. Um, so it's a work in progress, but the, the guys that have been, you know, signed to play somewhere are in there. The information is as accurate as it can be. It probably just doesn't read very well. I probably won't win a Pulitzer for that. Uh, so I'd recommend go checking that out if you're, you know, looking for information on, on where your favorite player was last year for the Raptors, where he's gone. Um, you know, go check that out on thednvr.com. Um, just search in Raptor Tracker. You'll be able to find it. Uh, so as we're kind of talking about these guys moving around, I wanted to read the release that Dallas put out yesterday. They put out some information on, uh, you know, you know, kind of what happened. It's a little bit of information. It's not, you know, all of it. Um, I'm sure there's things that are being left out, but but here's what they gave us yesterday. So after the Dallas Jackals announced the move of their inaugural season to 2022, Major League Rugby held a supplementary draft on January 29th to reallocate eligible players. Dallas Jackals players on standard player contracts, fixed term salaried employees, were given the option of participation in the draft or a 50% severance payment. 12 players chose to enter the draft, while four chose the latter. 10 players total were drafted. At the conclusion of the draft, the draftee and teams had until February 8th to come to agreements. Below are the results upon the agreements. So we have Carlo Denishin to San Diego Legion. Connor Mooneyham, who, if you remember, was the first pick in the MLR draft this summer, uh, signed to the Austin Gilgronis. Jinho Mun to Houston Sabercats. Robbie Petzer, former Raptor we talked about last week, uh, signed with Rugby ATL. And then Ryan James to Los Angeles Giltinis. Meanwhile, the seven athletes on associate player contracts, hourly wage employees, are allowed to move freely to any team across the league or accept a severance payment. Finally, international players, there were seven of them, who are still working to secure work authorization are unrestricted once they do so and will be able to join any team that desires their services. Final signings will be added at a later date. To incentivize teams to retain Dallas Jackal players, MLR ensured that all international players will be considered domestic for the 2021 season, and teams will be afforded additional salary cap equal to the players' compensation. Results from the developmental player affiliation draft will be posted in the coming days. Kelly Kohlberg, Matt Frings, and Nate Lyon will be allocated to their respective clubs. The Dallas Jackals look forward to cheering on the players during the 2021 MLR season and wish them all the best in their career. So that was the Dallas release that they put out on Wednesday. Um, So, you know, some information of what's going on. I still have some questions about it, so hopefully we can talk to somebody that, that can answer a couple of those questions. So I'll go ahead and, and transition into the next piece of the breakdown. Just wanted to give you everyone an update on the Colorado Exos. Uh, pretty quiet week of work for the Exos, as far as I know. Uh, you know, no real, nothing huge happened. There's no big controversy like there has been in, in the past. Or you know, uh, a lot of people have a lot of things to say about it. But um, kind of the big thing I guess we'll talk about is I, I noticed a few more players have shown up. Uh, Teron Beckham is one I talked about on the show a couple weeks ago. Uh, another one is Vic Evans, played linebacker at Ole Miss. Those are a few of the guys that I know for sure started this week. And then Campbell Johnston, as I mentioned earlier. Um, so those guys are, are in the mix. And, and uh, you know, just, just by looking at them, you can see that the potential is there. Uh, so, uh, you know, obviously once we learn a little bit more about who's here and who's coming and, you know, it's, so, it's just so fluid, like I've said about everything. Um, everything is so fluid. A lot of guys, you know, don't want to come from COVID or they get other opportunities. They got to leave. Um, but I, I mean, as far as I know, 
Only one player left after the first week. That was Addie Brown. I, I mentioned on the podcast, but uh, Teron Beckham, Vic Evans, guys have shown up this week. Um, so I'll obviously keep you updated on what's kind of going on with, with that moving forward. I haven't really got to watch much training this week, but I'm looking forward to checking some more out um, over these next two weeks as that first match creeps up on us down in New Orleans. Um, but like I said, other than that, pretty quiet week. Not a whole lot of news on that front, but I wanted to make sure that I mentioned that those two guys have shown up. Um, and then the last thing I talked about, MLR preseason started on Monday. That was the end of the mandatory seven-day quarantine. So I'm sure you've seen online a lot of the practice footage and photos and, and all that good stuff has been out there. This is where, what, five or six weeks out from uh, the first match? It's coming quick. So that kind of does it for the breakdown. We'll go ahead and transition into the rugby that you can watch this weekend. So it looks like we got two Guinness Pro 14 matches this week. Um, we've got Dragons versus Edinburgh. I think I said that right. If I didn't, I'm sure I'll hear about it. Um, that's on Friday. So when you're listening to this show at 12.35 p.m. Mountain Time. And then Glasgow Warriors versus Benetton on Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Mountain Time. You can catch both of those matches on ESPN+. Plus. Um, we got a full slate of Gallagher Premiership Rugby matches this weekend. So we've got Glasser versus Bristol on Friday at 12.45 Mountain Time. Sale Sharks versus Bath Rugby on Friday at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Got Harlequins versus Leicester Tigers on Saturday at 9 a.m. Got Exeter Chiefs versus London Irish on Saturday at 9.15 a.m. Got Northampton Saints versus Newcastle Falcons at 9.30 a.m. on Saturday. And then Worcester Warriors versus Wasps at 6 a.m. on Sunday. Excuse me. You can catch all of those matches on Peacock. Uh, Six Nations resumes this weekend and turn round two. Um, I watched all the matches last weekend. Good stuff. So we've got England versus Italy on Saturday at 7.15 a.m. We've got Scotland versus Wales on Saturday at 9.45 a.m. And then we've got Ireland versus France on Sunday, Valentine's Day at 8 a.m. You can catch those matches on Peacock as well. And then I wanted to include this as well. I want to start including this moving forward. Um, it's been hard for me to kind of keep up with broadcast schedule for the Alliance Premier 15s. Um, that's the women's rugby over in England. Uh, but I wanted to make sure I mentioned this and I wanted to make sure we worked this in the show moving forward. So this week we've got the Bristol Bears women versus Sail Sharks women on Saturday at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. Got DMP Durham Sharks versus Wasps FC Ladies at 2 p.m. on Saturday. Harlequins women versus Loughborough Lightning. And then Worcester Warriors women versus Exeter Chiefs women on Saturday at 2 p.m. So all those matches on Saturday at 2 p.m. And then on Sunday, we've got Saracens women versus the Gloucester Hartbury women's RFC. And that's at 2 p.m. on Sunday. So as far as I know, I don't think any of those matches will be live streamed, but there should be one live stream next week. They've been, you know, showing those on England Rugby's Facebook um, and uh, YouTube accounts. I wanted to make sure, like I said, mention these moving forward. Um, just so we're talking very literally about all the rugby that you can watch on, you know, TV, streaming, whatever this weekend. So that kind of does it for the breakdown, all the rugby that you can watch this weekend. Uh, so we'll go ahead and jump into the interview portion of the show. And this interview with Colorado XO fullback Daytuan Sheridan is brought to you by MTS Nutrition. MTS Nutrition products are created to be the highest possible quality 
uh, MTS Nutrition assures its customers that they are receiving the most advanced and adequately dosed ingredients with no proprietary blends. The reason, so you know exactly what you're putting in your body and that each supplement is as effective as possible. For more information, visit mtsnutrition.com. So, very excited for you guys to listen to this conversation I had with Colorado XO fullback Dayton Sheridan. Uh, he played football at Navarro College. He's another guy, uh, kind of like in this you know recurring guest phase of these last three weeks. Guy I talked to very briefly on the podcast back at the November camp, um, but wanted to follow up with him because he's another guy who has some proper rugby experience. I think he has a unique perspective on what's kind of going on at the camp and, and how guys are progressing since he you know knows what a finished product looks like. Um, he's a great guy. I really enjoyed talking to him, uh, and I won't ramble on too much about it. So with that introduction, let's go ahead and kick it to my conversation with Colorado XL fullback Dayton Sheridan. <laughs> All right, now we welcome onto the show Colorado XL fullback Dayton Sheridan. Dayton, how's it going, man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. To, thank you for taking the time to come chat with me. Thank you for coming back on the show. Uh, for those that remember, they'll know I talked to you a little bit at the November camp. So I'm happy to have you back on. And day one, the the first question. I know I already asked you this a couple months ago, but the first question we ask everybody that comes on the show is just, can you tell us a little bit about where you're from? Yes, sir. I'm from San Antonio, Texas. Uh, I played at the Navarro College, and then. Uh, I ended up playing rugby at SARC, and now I'm here. Yeah, very nice. So I'm glad that you mentioned that you played football at Navarro College. Can you tell me a little bit about your football career? Uh, what was it like in high school? How many offers did you have, if you had any coming out? Um, and then just what playing at Navarro was like? Because if I remember, um, it sounds like it wasn't your favorite thing to do. <laughs> no, sir. So I came out of high school with two JUCO offers from uh, – Navarro College and Tyler TJC in uh, Tyler, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I chose to go with Navarro. Uh, I didn't start uh, my freshman year, but I was on like special teams, so yeah, they gave me they gave me a shot and everything. But and then I just didn't take a how do you, I don't know how to say it uh, take advantage of it at yeah. the time. I was still kind of childish and still doing childish things like skipping class which is uh on the bad side for me so i didn't really make it out of juco mm-hmm. but i ended up not liking football anymore sad to say and then uh 2018 i met up with some guys at sarc or no i met i went to an olympic camp the next olympic hopeful and i met my roommate in the league yeah and after that I just knew rugby. I, I knew rugby was going to be the sport because I like rugby way more than football. Right. You might, you might have to edit that. That's <laughs> okay. I thought that was all good. I, but Dayton, you're kind of blowing all my questions here. I was going to ask you about the the next Olympic hopeful and and how you got into rugby. So I guess maybe maybe it's kind of the same question. Like, did you get into rugby through the next Olympic hopeful, or or just kind of how did you you know take a liking to the sport? So, like, after that, my college season at Navarro, I took a, like, I just took downtime. I went to Puerto Rico with my dad, worked in Puerto Rico for, like, two, three months, ended up going, coming back home to San Antonio, and then going straight to the next Olympic hopeful, like, a couple months later. And after that, I just started experiencing rugby. I was laid back at the camp, but the coaches liked me, like, once the day came in, like, we really had to touch the ball and, like, start playing. I didn't have any of the skill sets, but they saw like I had like a little bit of a dog in me still, 
and not, I still wanted to play and participate. So they were telling me like, hey, you should probably go down, back down to Texas, and you should start looking into rugby teams. And I asked what teams, and uh, he led me to uh, the Austin Blacks. I don't know if you're familiar with the yeah, team, but for it's sure. a pretty good team. It's a pretty good team out of Austin. Mm-hmm. And that's where I started. And from Austin, I was going from San Antonio to Austin Monday through uh, Thursday. And I was playing with my other college team, Trinity, mm-hmm. at the time. So I went back to school, and I was playing with Trinity College, and I was playing on the not playing on the men's side, but practicing with the blacks. Yeah. So Monday through Friday, I'm Monday practice, Tuesday practice, Monday practice, Wednesday practice. So it was it was crazy. It was hectic. And I played rugby for a year straight. Jeez, that's a lot of rugby. So I, I got to back it up there. I, I feel like you threw a lot of interesting points out that I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to if that's all right. So first yeah, of all. Yeah. Go back to Puerto Rico. What, how was that? What, what kind of work were you doing in Puerto Rico? That sounds fun. I was just, uh, so I was in Yabacoa, which is like west uh Puerto Rico, like the west side of Puerto Rico. I think, I'm not sure, I'm not too familiar, but I was I was told I was on the west side. I was just working on a ship with my dad, and he just wanted me to get out of out of sports for a while because he knew I was like stressing about like what was going on in life, and I, didn't, I really didn't have no direction at the time. So he got me out to Puerto Rico and we're working. We're living out there in Puerto Rico. I'm enjoying my time, but I knew at some point I was going to have to come home and like face reality. Right. I came home early, left Puerto Rico. And uh, after that, I just started talking with a couple of guys to see like what, like what they were doing in life. And I was trying to match up my life to theirs and it just wasn't sounding good to me, like not playing sports and like just sitting on my butt. Like I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be that guy. And I knew I still wanted to play. And I was, I was like 21 at the time. No, I was 20 at the time. Yeah. I'm still wanting to play. So I talked, I reached out to my, uh, he's like my mentor, Derek. Uh, he got, he was, he was an Olympic bobsledder Hmm. and I reached out to him and he was like, Hey, look, there's a camp pretty soon. I could get you there. I'll put my name on the line for you. And he did. And I thank him every day for it. And uh, he got me to the camp. And coaches like me. So yeah. he reached out to me and told me, go to go play with the Blacks. And that's what I did. Wow. So, what a story. Crazy. It was crazy. I was in Puerto Rico. And then next thing I know, I'm, I'm in uh, Colorado Springs. Right. And, <laughs> at the Olympic Training Center training. Yeah. I mean, that's a crazy story. And you, that's where you met Malik, right? Yeah, Malik. Yeah, that's exactly where I met Malik. That's crazy. Yeah, I know, because when I had him on a couple of weeks ago, he said, I didn't know that. That was funny to hear. Yeah, it's crazy. It was it was so crazy because, like, he was my roommate there. And then when I seen him here at the camp, I was like, hey, we got to be roommates again. Like, right. we, have, we have a good vibe. It's always been good. We have nothing bad about each other. It's always high expectations and uh, good energy around us. So. Living with Malik is like the best thing I could have did. It's like living with like an older brother because he's a year older than me. So yeah, it's just like living with an older brother. That's awesome, man. So did you guys keep in touch? Like, did you know that you were both coming back to Colorado in November? Or was that another like a Dan Stone, Sean Clark situation where you just kind of bump into each other? It was exactly like that. So like over the, like, it's been three years now. Yeah. Before that, Malik had, he mad went back to football and I was still keeping in touch like hey what are you doing like are you still in rugby into rugby and I'm sending like stuff about rugby 
and like we're still keeping in touch and we're talking and then like next thing i know uh he hits me up the day before like the day i got here in november he hits me up he's like hey you at the camp i was like yeah he's like no way i was like yeah i'm, I'm flying in right now and i'm on my way to the airport and he's like dude my flight's about to leave too and i was like oh i'll see you there he's like yeah for real so like the whole time i'm not like knowing what camp he's talking about but like we get here and then like I called him. I'm like, "Hey, what camp are you at?" He's like, "I'm at the Exos camp." And I was like, "No way, who's your roommate?" And then, like she tells me his roommate. I was like, "No, no, no!" Like, like let's talk yeah. to Coach and see if like we could be roommates again. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's only right that we should be roommates again because he's like we've already been through this process and like it feels good to like have him as a roommate and like know somebody at the camp. So for sure, I that would make things so much. That make things so much easier for me. Like if I was you, just knowing I know somebody that's there, somebody I already had lived with for you know a little bit. That's bananas, yeah. man. There's 30 people, whatever, on this team now, and there's four guys that knew each other like prior, and you, yeah. and you lost touch. That's bananas. That's how that works. We never and like we never lost touch. I never told him I was coming to this camp until like the day of the camp. Like it was, it's just crazy how it's like working out. <laughs> that's fate. That's fate, man. I think that's that's exactly. that what it has to be. It has to be. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So I got to back up a little bit again, Daytuan. How did you get invited to the crossover camp in November? Um, I was just online that night, and uh, I put in like my uh, my skill set and like the college I went to. I sent some film in, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of forgot about it. It wasn't even at the back of my head. Like it was just at the back of my head. I forgot about it. Because what, what, like, what was the time frame? Can, like what months did you do that? Uh, I'm not even sure. Oh yeah. It was. I'm. I'm. I'm telling you, like I forgot. I, I completely forgot about the camp. But at the time, I was like, if I'm not gonna play rugby anymore, because I'm, I'm like kind of a realist. So like at the time, I was like, I'm. I feel like I'm done for this year. Since COVID's happening, I need to get a job and I want to get my own place, get out of my mom's house. So, mm -hmm. at the time, I was thinking, like, I'm done. Like, I'm going to just give rugby a rest. I got to get into the real world and get a job and get on my feet. And Mark Bullock happened to call my phone. And it was like 10 in, it was like 10 in the morning, uh, maybe... 10 in the morning, I'm at my mom's house, like, just waking up. I answered the phone. He's like, hey, this is Mark Bullock. Uh, you still interested in coming to the camp? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, I still want to play rugby, of course. And from it's, it's just been good from there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's awesome. It's crazy how it's all worked out. Yeah. Uh, so I, I wanted to talk to you too, just, you know, I think I even mentioned this the first time I, I talked to you back in November, but like you're one of these guys that you have a unique perspective on this whole thing because you do have prior proper rugby experience. Like you just said, you're playing rugby five times a week for four years or whatever like that. So you're, you're a little bit more developed than some of these other guys. So how have like, how have things gone in your eyes? You know, how have, how have people developed? Has it been faster than you expected? Has it been, you know, right where you expected? Just kind of what is your overall feel on how things are, are going and have gone so far? Uh, so far it's so good. I'm like surprised about like, how well the guys are like taking initiative into like the game and like learning. Like there's guys like Chase in the gym 24 hours a day, like trying to learn something new. There's Jalen working on his line out pass. Like there's guys that's busting their butt every day 
trying to get better and trying to have like the best team we can have this year. Mm-hmm. And it's just been like crazy amazing just to be around these guys and like it's it's helping me out. It's like motivating me even more to like be around these guys. Like I've been around some teams that are like motivated, but they don't have like that that drive to be like the best players around. Mm-hmm. Like these guys, they're like all dogs because they came from football. Yeah, now they're like focusing it on into rugby, and it's making me making me love the game even more because they want to learn more, and I want to learn more too. So we're all hungry again. Yeah, and it's just it's just like a whole bunch of it's like a pack of wolves just just uh, how do you say it? Uh, jumping at the bit. At, yeah, in certain in certain moments, like you see, like we we just start doing like practice runs and everybody's hungry everybody wants to eat and everybody's learning so like it's it's growing like really well and like we're doing really good i think we're gonna have a great team yeah i think so too that's an interesting way to describe it and i obviously haven't been out there as much as you but the little bit i have seen has been encouraging and it's been exciting to me i I know i'm i'm looking forward to match time so i'm only i can only imagine what you guys are are in the same boat and are looking forward to it as well. Um, but I know you talked about like making you better, making you hungrier. And that's one of the other questions I had is like, have you noticed any changes to your game so far now that you've been at this for over a month in a full-time training environment? You know, have you noticed in any improvements, like whether it be in the gym or, you know, your cardio or even like ball skills or anything like that? Yes, sir. Like my condition has been like, way better my passing's got way better my manipulating the defender in front of me has been way better i still have stuff to work on but like from november to now i can i see a change and like i think the coaches see a change too and i'm more confident in the two-on-one aspect the four on on two the three on two like i'm i'm confident in those situations i feel like we have for guys that do whatever you want when it comes to a two-on-one, a three-on-four, or, like, any any type of situation like that because we, we're going to have the upper hand in speed. Right. So I'm confident in my guys, and they give me that confidence to make that long pass, to give them a short pop pass, and they can break the game line. For it's sure. It's a lot of confidence within the team right now. Yeah. And I know you mentioned a couple guys. You mentioned Chase. You mentioned Jalen. Uh, those are guys that Malik has said has impressed him as well. But like, is there some of the other guys that are also new to the game that have kind of caught your eye? Uh, let me think. I could tell you, Chase yeah. also threw out uh, Caleb. He said he was he oh, was impressed Caleb. with. Oh yes, yeah, I'm impressed with Caleb. Caleb is the. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Caleb ran into me like a couple days ago, and uh, it, it hurt. Yeah. It hurt. He's a big I guy. I saw I saw his Stone Cold Steve Austin entrance into the gym. So yeah, he's a he's a solid guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm impressed with him, and he's just like chasing Jalen, willing to learn and like willing to do whatever to be a part of the team, which is always good. There's a, a guy named Brady. Yeah, he's a new guy. Uh, he's playing like the wing and the scrum half position, but I like him too. He's he's willing to learn and like. He's absorbed like he's a sponge. He's absorbing everything, like all the knowledge he can right now. Hmm. That's interesting. Did did uh, did you happen to hear how Peter Pass recruited Caleb? Chase told no, me sir. this story. No, sir, I haven't heard that. Oh, uh, he he told me that Peter Pass. I don't even know if this is true or not, so I could just be spewing lies. But I published it last week. But he said Peter Pass saw Caleb in a bar. I was like, hey, <laughs> you want to play rugby? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> 
And he's just like a big, you know, comes from a family of loggers, played baseball and football. And he's like, yeah, I'll come do this. Oh, man. That sounds like a rugby store. Like, that's how, like, guys in San Antonio get recruited. Like, we're all out at an outing. And next thing you know, you're asking us, hey, do you want to go play with us on Tuesday or Thursday? Yeah. Have a game on Saturday. Even, like even, Saturday night. yeah, even with a, a program like the crossover program, with rugby is rugby, right? Some things never change, I guess. So, uh, Dayton, next question I'm going to ask you is probably the, the weirdest, hardest question, maybe. Uh, do you, do you tie your shoes when you play rugby? No. Why do you not do that? Uh, I wear the Mercurial boot, which is a Nike, uh, collaboration with, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, so yeah. like it's a sock. So if you ever like look down in my shoes, it looks like I have pretty much socks right. with laces. Yeah. So like I feel like I don't have to tie my shoes. It's it's I don't know why, but I just never tie my shoes. I, I noticed I have, that. I have yeah. Oh, I was gonna say I noticed that at the camp, and so like I was looking through pictures yesterday, and I was like, I gotta I gotta ask him about this because it was something I noticed after the camp. I didn't ask you about that. So that's yeah, crazy. Coach, uh, Coach Luke told me the other day, like, hey, tie your shoe. And I just, like, put the lace out and, like, made my laces, like, real puffy. So, like, they didn't, like, come yeah. up with, like, the hole. And he was just, like, looked at me. He's like, okay, whatever. Like, that's <laughs> how you do it. That's how you do it. <laughs> so like, how long have you done that? How long have you not tied your shoe? Um, ever since I've been playing rugby. So okay. two years. Because I just started wearing the materials. Because in football, I wore the the Adi Zeros. Yeah. And then, like, I just switched over to socket cleats. Yeah. Because do you, do you remember Denard Robinson? Guy played at Michigan, then he played for Jaguars. Yeah. Yeah, he did the same thing. I I, don't know, I just feel more comfortable with them untied. And I, I look. That's fair. Hey, man, if it works for you, it works. But I was just wondering. Uh, this is what you make me yeah. think of Denard Robinson. I started looking up Denard Robinson today before I jumped on the phone with you, and they used to call him Shoelace. So is that is that a nickname that's on the table for you, or you not like that? Uh, I don't know yet. Okay. I mean, I'll tie, like if, if things get serious, like I, I tell the guys sometimes, if things get serious, you'll know because my shoes are tied. But yeah, that's a good sign. That's a good serious, sign of what's going back. on. Yeah, I'm just laid back with the one side. I like it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty comfortable. Yeah, no. If it works for you, man, it works. I like it. I just wanted to make sure I asked you about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Dayton, how, how ready are you to start playing matches? How ready are you to start hitting somebody else besides your own team? I'm extremely ready. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I have a hand up right now against a lot of people. Uh, I'm ready to just show everybody I, I, I've I've been grinding for two and a half years straight. Like mm-hmm. it's been it's it's been a it's been a while since I fit another person, but I'm pretty sure like I'm better than the guy in front of me, whoever it is, at this point. Yeah, and and what do you how I guess what are your expectations like when when the first match starts for the team like because I'm kind of going into it and maybe you feel the same maybe you feel different and you can tell me if I'm wrong but I think it's going to take it might take one or two matches right for for these guys to get their feet under them because I, I was the same way when I played rugby it's like I didn't really know what I was doing until halfway through the first match and you know by the end of that weekend a tournament we were playing that's when it's all kind of started to click so is that how you kind of think it's going to go seeing as you've already played some proper rugby matches before yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I expect a lot of guys to be good, but I 
don't expect guys to do like extremely well mm-hmm. at the same time. There are some guys I expect to just produce right away, including myself. Yeah. Um, there we haven't played anybody, right? So that's that's the scary aspect because you don't know, like we don't really know what we're gonna have to play up against, and like I don't, I haven't had to run with these guys yet, so for sure, I don't know how my backline moves against the next backline. For sure, I just remember playing with my backline back home and like how we moved together, and it was well. Yeah. So running up against a, a different backline or running with a different backline this year. It's different. You got to change your pace of the game. And yeah. A lot of these guys they're pretty fast, so. And I think I like the I like the pace we're moving right now, but I feel like we can go faster. Right. So we just got to get more confidence in this within the whole team trying to get someone. For sure, and I think that's okay. I think everything you said is okay because, I mean, that's how you learn. It's just you got to do it. So, uh, like I said, I'm excited for for when that day comes and you guys finally start to to get to actually go out and do it. Uh, so, so day one, last question I want to ask you is just, what did you think of the Super Bowl? Did you like the game? Was it was did it turn out how you wanted it to? I was a little disappointed. My favorite de- uh, defensive back is uh, Tyron Matthews. Oh yeah, I feel like he should have got another ring this year, but that's not in their day. So yeah, I'm a, I was a little upset. Brady did play his, play a good game. Uh, I like the halftime show, but. Uh, I wasn't too ecstatic about the outcome. That's all right. I was, on the other hand, I'm sure you saw Malik said he saw me on Twitter. Yeah, I saw it. (laughs) (laughs) I had to make sure I brought it up. I got to dance in the sun. If they didn't win, uh, I wouldn't even ask you. So, Um, all right, Daytona, that's that's all the questions I had for you, man. Um, Really appreciate the time. Looking forward to watching you guys play. Uh, Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Anytime. I love podcasts. It's you, man. (laughs) I appreciate it. All right, I hope everybody enjoyed that conversation with Colorado XL fullback Daytuan Sheridan. I know I certainly did. Say it every week, but the guests make the show, so thank you to Daytuan for, for coming through and chatting with me for a little bit. Um, he's another guy, you know, I'm really looking forward to watching him play really fast. Um, he's got a good understanding from of the game just based off what I've seen. Uh, so, I'm, like I said, look forward to watching him play. Um, so thank you again to Daytuan for coming through. So with that, we'll go ahead and jump into the required reading portion of the show. And again, second week in a row, not going to sign any required reading. Uh, nothing out there has really kind of caught my eye or, or, you know, captivated me in a way that I want to share with everybody. So I will give everyone the weekend off. I, I encourage you to enjoy all the rugby that exists this weekend. Track it down. Watch it. Don't worry about reading stuff. Just go watch some rugby. Uh, so we'll go ahead and jump in the final piece of the show. That's the loop. Like I mentioned last week, we've got some really cool stuff in the works with the NVR bets uh, that I'm really looking forward to doing. And we're going to be focusing on Super Rugby at Taroa. So I've been, you know, been digging through my research. Um, we're getting all that, that stuff ironed out right now. But as of, you know, it starts in two weeks. The first real match is in two weeks. I know they're doing some preseason stuff this weekend. Uh, you know, former Raptor, Rene Ranger, he's playing, I think he's starting 13 this weekend for the Crusaders. So that'll be cool to see. It'll be fun to keep an eye on. Um, so yeah, still working on a lot of cool stuff. Uh, make sure you keep up with all that. And the best way to do all that is by following us on Twitter at the NVR underscore rugby and at Colton Strickler. That's where we're sharing all the work. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. That's the show. I hope you all had a great week. Hope you have a great weekend and I'll catch you all back here next week.